0: Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden closer to the 270 electoral votes needed to win the White House. Biden reclaimed Michigan and Wisconsin, two out of the three states in the so called blue wall that voted for President Donald Trump back in 2016. Those pivotal victories gave Biden 243 electoral college votes ahead of Trump's 213. But both the Associated Press and Fox News project Biden already has 264 electoral votes. That's one battleground state away from clinching the presidency. Now, all eyes are on other closely contested states, including Arizona and Georgia, that are still counting votes.
1: So far, we've scanned 113,130 ballots. We've adjudicated over 106,000. Those have been published on on the site, so those results are already posted. The only ballots that are adjudicated are if we have a ballot with a contest on it in which there's some uh, question as to how the computer reads it, so the, the vote review panel then determines voter intent. Um, We're trying to make sure that every ballot is counted and we expect to be here. We're bringing in some more fresh people because we've had people here all day. We expect this to go probably until midnight or more.
0: The Trump campaign has filed a lawsuit in Georgia to require Chatham County to segregate late arriving ballots to ensure they are not counted. On Joe Biden expecting to win the White House race, the former vice president appeared on Wednesday with his running mate Kamala Harris in his hometown in Wilmington, Delaware. He told his supporters there it's clear his campaign is winning enough states to win the presidency.
1: Every vote must be counted. No one's going to take our democracy away from us. Not now, not ever. America's come too far. America's fought too many battles. America's endured too much to ever let that happen. We, the people, will not be silenced. We, the people, will not be bullied. We, the people, will not surrender. My friends, I'm confident we'll emerge victorious. But this will not be my victory alone or our victory alone. It will be a victory for the American people, for our democracy, for America. And there will be no blue states and red states when we win. So let me be clear. I, we are campaigning as a Democrat, but I will govern as an American president.
0: Meanwhile, the campaign of incumbent President Donald Trump will sue to temporarily stop vote counting in Pennsylvania. It also has to intervene in a Supreme Court case over mail-in ballots in the state, which could determine the winner of the election.
1: The Democrats know that the only way that they could win this election is to cheat in Pennsylvania. And we've seen it from day one. We've seen it from day one. We found ballots in drainage ditches. They're not letting our poll watchers watch the polls. They're not letting them inside. There's video after video of them passing out collateral material in polling sites all over Philadelphia. They're trying to cheat. This is among one of the most anti-democratic things I've ever seen or encountered. And it's not just here in, in, in in Philadelphia. This is going on all over the country. While all of you thought there was some kind of legitimate count going on here in Philadelphia, it was totally illegitimate.
0: Trump's campaign also vows to pursue a lawsuit and a recount to challenge the results in Michigan and Wisconsin. Michigan Secretary of State calls the lawsuit frivolous, while Democratic Party lawyer Mark Elliott says camps make that Trump's team is filing meritless lawsuits because it knows it has already lost the election. The Philippine Agriculture Department extends an initial 680 million peso assistance to farmers and fishermen affected by Typhoon Roli in the Bicol region. Through the Philippine Insurance, Make the Philippine Crop Insurance Corporation, the farmers and fishermen will receive insurance claims ranging from 10 to 15 thousand pesos for their damaged crops and equipment. They can also avail of an emergency and rehabilitation loan worth 25 thousand pesos. The agency says the loan, which will be interest-free and payable in 10 years, will require no collateral. Agri-fishery damage in the Bicol region due to Roli is estimated at 2.2 billion pesos. Relief efforts continue in typhoon-ravaged Catanduanes. The Coast Guard is deploying teams to the province to distribute relief goods and provide medical assistance. Our very own Karen Cannon is on the line now with details. Karen, what else can you tell us?
2: Yes, Carmilla, at around 7 o'clock this morning, personnel of Coast Guard vehicle arrived here in the province of Catanduanes Arnes, to help in the ongoing relief operations for residents affected by super typhoon Rolly. They're also on standby for medical evacuation, following reports that there were residents injured in the town of San Miguel. The chopper of the Philippine Coast Guard, as well as their medical team, will be used to transfer the patients to the hospital of Dirac. Roads to San Miguel Town are still impassable because of landslides due to super typhoon volley. Three Coast Guard vessels from Manila are also set to arrive today with the goods. Aside from the Coast Guard, there are also other government forces here to help, especially in road clearing operations. This morning, more than 100 TNT personnel arrived in the province from Camp General Singan Ola of Vito PNP to serve as augmentation for road clearing operations. Donations drives were also initiated by different groups and organizations to help the victims of the calamity. Construction materials are the most needed in the province as thousands of residents left their homes, particularly in the towns of Birap, Bato, and San Andres. According to the Provincial Disaster Agency of Patanduanes, there were 11,401 houses totally damaged and 19,702 partially damaged. The Office of Civil Defense vehicle says there are already 17 reported casualties in the region because of typhoon wallace, 11 from Albay, 5 from Katanduanes, and 1 from Camarines Sur. 3 were declared missing from Ginubatan Albay and 160 injured. Meanwhile, a press briefing is currently ongoing near the provincial capital of Katanduanes regarding the situation of the province with presidential spokesperson secretaries Okay. line of communication here is still intermittent and power supply is still
0: off. Carmina. Right, thanks a lot. Our correspondent there, Karen Cannon, keep safe. On to another storm. Signal number two is raised over Batanes and the Babuyan Islands as severe tropical storm Sione nears that region. Agasa forecaster Chris Perez now joins us with the latest on that weather disturbance. Chris, what can you tell us?
3: Oh, good afternoon, Carmina. So far, severe tropical storm Sione continues to move west expected to make landfall over the Batanes and Babuyan Island area sometime in between tonight until tomorrow. Now we have warning signal numbers to race over the Batanes and Babuyan Island while Warning signal number one still up over the northern portion of mainland Cagayan, the northern portion of Papaya, and the northern portion of Ilocos Norte. These areas are expected to experience stormy weather with rough to bear up sea conditions. Residents of these areas are advised to continue monitoring for updates about Shawnee and to continue to coordinate with their local government and disaster risk reduction managing officers for disaster preparedness and mitigation. Pagasa is issuing a six-hourly update about Shawnee, the next update will be at 5 p.m. this afternoon. And that's the latest here at the Pagasa Weather Forecasting Center. I'm Chris Perez reporting for ANC.
0: Thanks a lot, Chris. You and the rest of the team, keep safe. Over 102,000 new COVID-19 cases reported in the U.S. That's the single, make that the highest single-day increase for the virus in America as record numbers for fresh cases were logged in several states such as Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, and Washington. The record was reached a day after Americans carried out a presidential election amid a pandemic. It also comes after nationwide hospitalizations breached 50,000 for the first time in three months. The U.S. leads the global COVID-19 tally with more than nine million cases, including 233,000 deaths. Average deaths from the virus are also up now at 850 a day from 700 a month ago. Here at home, the country reported 987 new COVID-19 cases on Wednesday, marking the lowest single-day tally since July. The health department says the decrease in the number of reported cases may be attributed to Typhoon Roli, which partially damaged laboratories in the Bicol region. The Philippines now has a total of 388,000 coronavirus infections, 31,600 of which are active cases. The death toll is at 7,300, while recoveries stand at over 349,000. Worldwide, COVID-19 infections have surpassed 48 million. 1.2 million people have died. Newly appointed Philippine vaccine chief Carlito Galvez Jr. will submit his national action plan to President Duterte today. Under that plan, the government aims to purchase a first batch of at least 24 million doses of a COVID-19 vaccine once it becomes available. Galvez adds a panel of vaccine experts is now in talks with several countries to evaluate and select who can supply the safest and most effective vaccine for Filipinos. The government is also looking at a possible pooled procurement plan with neighboring nations to ensure access to the vaccine.
3: Basically, for para hindi not have a false expectation, the vaccine is really hard. So, that's what happens. The vaccine that we've roadmap doing is 5 years. Considering that you will also look at the demand and supply nang vaccine. That is like before uh, 20 or you know, end of 2020. Ang isang ano is only ang um, reservation sa amin ng world pa. More or less 1.4 billion lang ang uh, ano ang uh, po produce ng mga different companies. Yeah. Bakit so poor so right, right now ang uh, demand po ng mga mga big countries is more than that. Yeah. So na kailangan natin maka-tailor kung paano sa demand and supply that we, we are appealing to the WHO mapigyan equate equitable access
0: The Philippines now has a total of 388,000 COVID infections. The death toll is at seven hundred, make that 7,300, while recoveries stand at over 349,000. The National Bureau of Investigation to recommend the filing of corruption cases against 86 senior immigration officials and employees. That's over their involvement in the so-called Pastilla's bribery scheme. Attorney Jun Dongaglio, the head of the NBI Special Action Unit, says they're preparing to submit their recommendation to the ombudsman. Initially, only 40 officials were implicated in the scam, but Gallo says the list grew longer, with a second whistleblower, Del Ignacio, corroborated the initial testimony of immigration officer Allison Cheong. The NBI has also asked the Ombudsman to place all those involved under preventive suspension to prevent them from influencing the ongoing investigation. Well, Philippine inflation accelerates to a three-month high in October. The consumer price index rose to 2.5 percent last month, driven by higher pork prices as well as other food and non-alcoholic beverages. Transportation also remained a key driver of inflation at 7.9 percent as the country gradually eases its COVID-19 lockdown measures. Barbershop services and the cost of education also contributed to the rise in the October print. The typhoon hit Bicol region recorded the fastest inflation rate in the Philippines. And that'll do it for today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple podcast. Play back the interviews too on ANC's YouTube channel. Keep safe, everyone. Keep it here on ANC.